Hello and welcome to the Love to Learn English podcast. My name is Rich, and in today's episode, I speak with my friend Rachel. Rachel is a manager at On the Go Tours, which is a travel agency in the UK. We'll be talking about the world of travel and why travel is so important. Hey, Rachel. Richard, nice to talk to you. Nice to speak with you too. Thanks so much for agreeing to do this.、Uh, how's everything in Brighton? Um, it's good. The sun is shining. The streets are empty, which is great with our current situation.、Um, yeah, yeah, all good here. <laughs> so, all good down in sunny Brighton. So, just for people who don't know, Brighton is a a seaside town in the south of England, right? It's really quite a beautiful、yes. place, actually. I think. Yes, a very famous pier at the seaside. Lots of fish and chip shops. Great restaurants.、Um, a nice little summer escape from London. Yeah, this is the easiest way. And a pier、yeah. is like a a long walkway that goes out to the ocean, right? Exactly, exactly. So ours has、um, stands where you can buy hot dogs, donuts, quirky little summer foods,、um, and a games like an arcade on the end、um, where you can play slot machines, pinball machines.、Um, so very classic English summer seaside town. Very good. Two words there. I just want to quickly review for the listeners. So the first one is quirky. So quirky means、mm. weird, but in a good way. Yes. Right. And then the other one was an arcade. So an arcade is like a, what would you say, an indoor place where you play games, sometimes video、yeah. games, but、uh, games in general. Yeah. Bright lights, loud noises. Yeah. Lots of children running around.、Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a、I'd、fun, a a fun place,、accurate. I think. Very fun.、Um, so yeah, please tell me a bit about your job with On the Go Tours and what you do within the company. Sure, sure. So On the Go Tours is an escorted touring company. Um, so the company started、um, just over twenty years ago,、uh, where the founders of the company actually travelled out to Egypt、um, to experience the local culture in a really authentic way.、Um, but what they struggled with when they got there was that they found it hard to kind of meet up with anyone local who could show them those、um, things to experience. Make sure. They were kind of paying the right prices for things and eating at the right restaurants.、Uh, so what they did when they、uh, come back to the UK, they decided to set up a company where they would kind of match travellers up with those local guides, just to make sure that customers, when they travel to the destinations, were getting a really authentic kind of feel for the place. So it's interesting. It actually came from two people. That, you said two people, right? Yeah two, yeah, two two guys, Australian guys who lived in the UK. Yeah, and so they actually took what was their passion and found a gap、yes. in the market, meaning like found an opportunity to develop、yeah. this this business. I guess networking is very important. Then knowing the real local tour guides and people absolutely help. Of so, course, I think when anyone—sorry, oh, no, go on, <laughs> please. I think when anyone is looking at going to a new destination, it can be quite overwhelming for them. 
um, a bit intimidating just to, you know, if they know they're going somewhere where there is a different language, where they haven't been before. Um, so just that gap in the market was that, you know, customers are always going to experience that. So we just try and make the harder destinations a little bit easier for customers when they go out there. So how did it start with you then? So you always had a, have you always had a passion for travel as well? How did you get into into it? Yeah, so I actually, when I left high school, I was at a bit of a loss of what to do. Just um, one, so one I started moment. at yes. a bit of a loss. So that's an interesting. So, yes. I'm not sure if this is a Welsh thing, actually. I'm not sure, but let's just you explain it. So yeah, to maybe I don't know, but to be at a loss means that you're not sure of what to do. To be at a loss exactly. means that you're you're not sure what direction or path to take in life. Yes, I would exactly say that is definitely what I felt. And um, when leaving school, um, obviously you're in such a routine. Um, you do the same thing every day when you're in school and when you kind of leave and graduate um, you come out with these qualifications and you're a bit unsure of what to do. It's that kind of age, I guess, where you want to make sure you do the right thing and there is no one there to give you the right answers. Um, but I kind of looked, started looking into um, traveling abroad. But I, again, same as the founders of On The Go Tours, I felt very overwhelmed at the thought of being on my own in a different country, um, of getting a bit lost. Uh, so I started looking into different companies that could give me a bit of help when I maybe went to a different destination. Um, so I found myself going to the USA, um, to Seattle for 12 months as an au pair. What's an au pair, uh, so sorry? An, so an au pair is essentially um, living childcare. Um, it is a French term, I believe. So um, by, by living, you mean that you live with the family? with the kids yes exactly yeah so I lived with the family that I worked for um, and took care of the children Um, but it also gave me the chance to have the support from the agency that I worked with who put me in touch with other girls and guys who were um, doing the same working for the same company as me Um, but it meant that at weekends then evenings I had holiday time so I could still go and travel around the US without feeling too scared by everything um once I did that Richard I think you'll call me out on this but I caught the travel bug yeah oh that's <laughs> a good that's actually, a good expression yes. and so you caught the travel yes. bug so when yes. you say travel bug you don't mean the coronavirus right you mean something I absolutely <laughs> no definitely do not mean any sort of actual virus it yeah. just meant that I was I really wanted to I'd done one place I guess I'd seen a lot of one place and I wanted to see the next place without going home and um, you just kind of get very excited about going to different places and the thought of going home just doesn't quite cut it it seems just a bit too boring um, and yeah. so having had that travel bug I booked a flight straight from Seattle over to Australia um, where I then lived and worked for two years so that was kind of how I got into my little bit of traveling um, being in America and having the support from my agency definitely gave me the confidence to then go out on to Australia on my own. Um, so yeah, I was there for two years, met lots of friends, had a lot of very random jobs. Um, but that is kind of how I got into travel with those experiences. Yeah. So I, I think it's good if you can make a profession out of your interest as well. It makes working a lot easier. Like, 
working with languages is fun for me because it's something I actually like. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good to, to do that. Um, so why is travel important to you? So I know that you've had done a lot of travel, but, but what do you get out of it? What's the, why not just stay home? I get asked this question, especially in my role um, dealing with travel agents quite often. I get asked this question a lot. I think it's very important that we kind of expand our horizons, as it were, and just see more places, meet different people. If you're in your, if you stay in your hometown for your whole life, it will very much shape and give you maybe almost a narrow minded view of things. But by traveling to different destinations, we see different cultures, we see different, um, we eat different foods. So it just challenges us to embrace those things. The horizon is actually then the line at which the Earth's surface and the sky appear to meet. So by expanding your horizon, it means metaphorically that you're expanding how far you can see, expanding your mind, essentially right um the other yeah. one you said as well uh i haven't written down so we're gonna leave <laughs> okay let's leave that one um you want me to answer the question again no 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 i'll edit those bits it's fine so i think that takes me to the next expression that I, or phrase that i want to look at then so you mentioned it expands your horizons many people say that travel also broadens the mind. So to broaden yes. something again means to make it bigger. So I think those I think those two phrases are quite similar to expand your horizons and to broaden your mind. They both mean to experience new things, to put yeah. yourself in new positions, to open your your mind. What's been your best trip? My favourite trip. I've been lucky enough to do quite a few things. I guess people would class as a bucket list experience. Um, mm, what's a bucket it's list? Very hard. So a bucket list experience would be where you write down every place that you want to visit, maybe in your lifetime or by the time you're a certain age. Um, the classic experience everyone kind of dreams of when they're travelling. Yeah. Um, an example would be last year I went to Venice and we did a gondola trip, um, which was really amazing to go through the canals um, on a classic gondola. Mm -hmm. um, I've been to Dubai and had cocktails at the top of the Burj Khalif, which was amazing with the views of um, all of Dubai. Um, I've been to Universal Florida um, and had a trip on the Hogwarts Express train from Harry Potter. Nice. Um, and another one, one of my definite highlights, I would say, was Lapland, where we saw the Northern Lights, which that is a, a definite, I would say, bucket list for most people. Yeah. Bucket list being something you wish to do before you die, basically, right? Yes. If, well, if that's yes. the negative version, but in your lifetime oh, yeah. is the positive yeah. one here. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, those all sound amazing. I think you're going to make a lot of people very very jealous. I don't know how, so your sister is Catherine. Catherine was here before talking about dogs. Both of you and Catherine yes. have very interesting jobs. <laughs> yes. She works with dogs um, and you work with travel. It's 
not fair. There is no justice, it's I think. pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I think I definitely, it's another reason why I love talking about travel. Um, if anyone asks me kind of where I've been, I love leaving a conversation with someone saying to me, oh, I must go and do that thing. You've made me want to, you've inspired me to want to go on that trip or go to that place. Um, so if I can kind of encourage anyone to go anywhere and see these things they want to do instead of saying, maybe I'll do it you know, next year or the year after. Um, that is something really important to me, that it makes me makes people do it as soon as they can because they won't regret it. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing with travel as well is that it's... Rarely do people regret traveling. It is such yes. an overwhelmingly positive thing um, that I think, uh, yeah, it's really positive to get people to see new things experience new things it's yeah it's a really cool cool industry sometimes though not so cool (laughs) so what was your worst experience um so my worst experience is very relevant for our situation right now um i would say oh my worst recent experience i haven't had many bad experiences which i'm quite fortunate about um but Around mid-March, just before we went into lockdown, um, I flew to Tenerife on my own for my dad's birthday. So the whole family were going to meet in Tenerife to stay in a villa and celebrate a 60th birthday. And so I was the only person flying from Gatwick Airport. Um, So I get on the flight, I sit, turn my phone onto aeroplane mode, order order my drinks, order my food, Put a, put a film on and I sit for the four hours to get to Tenerife. And as I'm landing, I turn my phone back on and all these notifications start coming through. My parents' flight had been cancelled. My auntie and uncle's flight had been cancelled. So I'm just in Tenerife Airport on my own. No one is coming to meet me. Um, the announcements start coming through that they're about to shut the island because of the virus. Um, so that was that was probably the worst case scenario to get somewhere with all the build up, obviously of the birthday and the celebration. Um, and then I I just kind of got off the plane, went through passport control, through security, past luggage carousels, straight back into the other side of the airport, <laughs> rebooked my flight to come home, and I flew home the same day. Wow, that was pretty crazy. Yes, yeah, so it was a pretty stressful day. Um, but it all comes, it's all a good story to tell. <laughs> yeah, well, at least a good story to you, yeah. tell. I got home, which was the, which was the good thing. Um, yeah, and just glad to be home, especially after this whole situation has just escalated. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I didn't have that type of drama, but like <laughs> coming home from Brazil, my flight was cancelled. Um, had to book another flight. Uh, but I think, yeah, it's best to be in the UK for now. Um, yes. Most people. So I'm guessing as well, travel also will introduce you to, or must introduce you to many interesting people. Is there one person in particular that you have found to be particularly memorable? Uh, I've met so many people. I my best friend I met in Seattle when I was an au pair out there I actually met my partner while we were at a festival in Benicassim 
Um, but I did meet a lady last year who definitely reminded me of some of my core reasons for traveling when I traveled to India last year. And um, her name was Hazel. Uh, she was 65 plus, would not tell your actual age, Richard. Sorry, a lady never okay, tells. Yes. And <laughs> um, she was from South Africa and she had traveled, um, had traveled to India because she'd always wanted to experience it and her husband had no interest whatsoever and she just kind of reminded me that it is okay to travel on your own it is always amazing to be to want to explore and to see new things and also there's no age limit on these things um me and her I'm 28 in June so quite a bit of an age difference um but me and her shared every meal we were paid up on every excursion and um, so it was just really nice to be reminded that it, it's not something to do just while you're young traveling is for as long as you want it to be for yeah I, I had that one you know I get that sometimes I was at a uh, works party in December with the gas industry and somebody said to me, oh, you're like, you're almost 30. Why are you still traveling around to Brazil? And I was like, what? <laughs> no. Why? There's, there's no, no limit. There's no, <laughs> why you don't have to do things in a particular order. I guess some people feel that there's a pressure, but uh, uh, yeah, there's no, do what you want. I think, I think it's great. Yeah. Why not travel into, into Absolutely. old age? You, you mentioned the word excursion as well, which I think is a nice word. So how would you describe excursion? It's like a trip so away from where you are? Yeah, so an excursion in the context of um, a holiday or a trip, I would say, is almost an activity um, that you would go and do. Um, so whether that might be uh, visiting a different town or going on a boat trip, um, maybe doing some water sports, I would class all those different things as an excursion on a trip so it just takes you away from the standard everyday things you might be doing perfect um so i think we'll finish with just one more question here so how do you manage cultural differences when abroad have you experienced any that were interesting or i have so surprisingly some of the biggest cultural difference was on my first trip when i moved to america um, there are so many different things you do day to day, I guess, from anyone's point of view, that is not, I guess, normal uh, for, for someone else, the person who's next to you. And that goes both ways. Um, so you might see the way someone eats is, is completely different, or the way they talk, or the way they approach someone. Um, my number one tip, I guess, for when you're traveling and you see these things, is just to keep an open mind. Um, try different foods, ask people, you know, if they're doing things a certain way, you can ask them why they do it that way. If they say hello a certain way or don't say goodbye, there are so many different variations on the way we act as, as people. And that is, again, another reason to travel to experience it. So I'd say as long as you keep an open mind, um, it'll make these differences a lot more, a lot easier to be accepted. I would definitely agree with that. I'm just going to end this episode with a quote from the Irish playwright Oscar Wilde, who said, live with no excuses and travel with no regrets. So on that note, thanks for joining me. And yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to do this.
Thanks for having me, Richard. It's been great to talk about something I'm very passionate about. Cheers. (laughs) Bye, Rich. Thank you so much for listening to the Love to Learn English podcast. Do remember to follow me on Instagram at love to learn English. And you can also head to my website, lovetolearnenglish.com, where you can find free transcripts for the first episodes of the Love to Learn English podcast.